Welcome to Locker Room Talk with Gabby and Jen. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Literally with my fingers. Jen is Get like getting into, into the zone. recording. Yeah, I'm like Zen mode slash recording mode, so it's really not that Zen. <laughs> but also, do you think that the people that listen to this are like, hmm, what is actually your recording mode? Because there is no sense of normalcy when you guys record. <laughs> you never stay right, on right, topic. Right. There is not one brain cell that's functioning. So what do you mean by exactly. that in the Exactly. <laughs> right. I said to Gabby before we hit record, and I was like, I think we should dive in knowing us because we've been wanting to talk about this topic, the topic being dating horror stories for yeah. a while and classic. Gabby and I, we come into podcast episodes with a topic in mind, and then we take a complete turn, which is okay. That's fine. Um, But we're like, we've been wanting to talk about this topic. So let's just say it from the get-go. And that way we We are holding ourselves accountable. We are yes, accountability 101. Say the thing you're going to do and then just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. No kidding. Uh, yes that's gonna be our topic for today and this is good because um it is fresh on my mind um to recap Mm -hmm. for those that don't know I am single very single Jen is married so we're bringing we're bringing different perspectives um (laughs) I actively still see bullshit on the app so I have evergreen amounts of content Jen has to go into the archives to tell us Uh, yeah imagine there'll be some good stories though there yeah there has been yeah men are repeatedly disappointing <laughs> so yeah, whether you. <laughs> you have to look back at the I was gonna say the golden years but they're not the golden years some are a little bit horror stories which we're gonna talk about but also yeah as Gabby's experiencing nowadays I think they've gotten worse men have gotten worse yeah just and dating I don't, in general I don't know if it, yeah I don't know if it's that men have gotten worse I don't know if dating apps I've read articles about how dating like the concept of dating apps existing have shifted the culture totally. around dating because there are so many more people available to you quote unquote and so people yep. kind of um self like, like they just are always looking for the next best thing um, because they have so many people available at their fingertips. And so that's why like no one's like meeting people on the apps and like blah, blah, blah. Um, mm. I don't see good men on the apps and, and sit there <laughs> and think, I'm going to <laughs> wait for someone better. That I mean, I have standards mm-hmm. as we said, but it's not as if I'm seeing these beautiful golden creatures um that are men that you're gonna say golden retrievers (laughs) i have more golden retriever energy i'm not i'm not seeing them on the app so with that being said perhaps men have have gotten worse or maybe they are just more brazen now they're bold i don't think they like i think they're bold behind the screen i think that's the issue is some of the dialogue and opening conversations are just so tacky and distasteful and icky I was reading this thing I forget where I was reading it but they were saying how um people don't approach other people in a public setting like at a bar yeah yeah, anymore because people just don't know how to communicate in that way and there's so much more fear about almost like a different type of rejection like Mm -hmm. not even just being rejected as in like I'm not interested in you but it's like how dare you um you know come up to me in such a way or, or how dare you um yeah just almost like approach me there's, there's almost like more of an air to it I think so 
So yeah, I feel like I mean, a lot of people are not, yeah. Not doing it. I mean, I definitely don't get approached in bars. Um, I like to believe that that's because I look intimidating, even though I try and style on that. I like to think that it is either that or to your point that people are so afraid of getting rejected and not that, yeah. it's that nobody wants to talk right. to me while we're right. bars. I don't, totally. I don't know though. I think some guys do still, like, I feel like my guy friends do still talk, like go up and talk to girls at bars. So that's why I'm like, I don't know what the truth yeah. is, but I'll tell myself whatever makes me feel better for sure. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. You're like, objectify me, please <laughs> come, to, come talk to me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you're right about the like behind the screens thing. Yeah. Some of the things that these men will say after exchanging one or two messages, the audacity. I saw a TikTok yesterday that was like, um, there must have been, like, I did talk in a Southern accent. So when I'm doing a Southern accent right now, this is actually accurate. He's like, there, there, there must have been a BOGO sale on 2023 audacity because I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I was like, uh, touche, touche. You guys picked this up on a two for one deal and are dishing out Audacity extra left, right, center. And I'm sick of it. <laughs> audacity extra. <laughs> Oh, I've never God. Heard of such a thing. Oh, oh, the horrors I of dating. So. The horrors, the horrors. Um, I also think, like, when I was on dating apps, it was kind of like social media on the whole, right? Dating apps were newer. Mm. This was like 10. Oh, my God, I'm dating myself. When I was on dating apps, this was like probably 10 years ago. Like, with like seven, when did I meet Ethan? I was like, this is the true test. So, the last time I was on dating app, was over six years ago. No, wait. Yeah, over six years ago. So same with social media, right? I feel like social media in the past 10 years has like crazy evolved. And so have dating apps, right? Like when dating apps first came out, when social media was kind of newer, we were just talking about social media. Things were more like more lighthearted. People were more excited, I think, just to meet different people that you would never have the opportunity to meet, right? That's how I kind of first felt about dating apps. It's like, oh, maybe this person I'm not going to see at a local bar or I won't be introduced to by like a friend or something like that, but I might meet them on this dating app. Same with like social media. Like it's like a new form of like connection and sharing. And now it's just gone off the deep end in all regards. So I just from playing on your hinge and your bumble a couple weeks ago, month ago, whatever that was. Yeah. I have a taste for, yeah, it's just the transition isn't always. Uh, yeah. Well, and where, right. where I struggle is that there are times where I am like, I'm like, Oh, this will be fun to swipe. Like I'm, yeah. I'm mentally in it. I have the energy for it. I have the energy to comb through the interesting people and then there are times where I very much don't feel like that and I feel like every single guy that I see on there I'm like the people that you are suggesting Hinge does the most compatible with the people that you're suggesting are most compatible with is a per like I should be able to sue you for the assumption that you are making about me that I would match with this person and it just puts me in such this negative headspace but then I'm like well I should be trying to swipe because how else am I going to meet people if I'm not doing it and this is it's this like Mm -hmm. vicious cycle where I'm like okay I'll swipe but it makes me feel like garbage about myself because I'm like is this what's left out there to your point you said to me once maybe you have to wait out the divorces yummy is that what is that my (laughs) fate or do I think I'm on pause 
until the divorce days come through. Yeah, apparently. Or do I just like wait it out and only do it when I want to do it, but then I feel like I can't like complain about being single. So mm-hmm. I but also I feel like a lot of just, you know, obviously you're straight single. I feel like a lot of men in their twenties are so clueless. So maybe dating older. I don't know. Oh, um age so parameters, but so, also like so scary. distance parameters. <laughs> um, I went to I was out at a bar, it was like a couple months ago. This like at the start of the year. And um it's actually a funny story. So my friend Deb took our friend Lauren's bumble and either swiped a ton or and or also messaged a bunch of guys <laughs> saying come meet us out <laughs> she's probably gonna kill me the fact that I'm telling this story <laughs> and this one guy was like oh sure like I'm I'm not doing anything me and my roommate um will will come if that's okay we're like yeah sure so they show up they're a little older than I am they're 34 I'm 20 were you at West Sun Center no I was at Landmark <laughs> okay. Like that, that and, like, and I was there on the corner. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, you're like eyeballing from across the room. So they show up, and eventually we um like have each other's uh dating profiles that we're cut. We're like evaluating for each other, and I'm giving them feedback. Oh, that's another thing. Someone helped me start a business. I can fix up men's profiles. I swear I can do it. I I'll help you. So, anyways, so they're looking at mine, and then I was. I saw one of them swiped and a girl show up who's 22. Mind you, they're 34. So a girl was on their, on their like for you page. That's not really what it's called, but they're kind of yeah. like swipers, 22 years old. And I said, um, what the fuck's your age, your age range. And one guy said it's 22 through like 49. And I was like, Bitch. okay. Bitch. Okay. Then the <laughs> other guy yeah, said, my date, my range is 22 up to 32 this man is 34 years old and he stopped his s30 at 32 and i was like um okay that's strange and then they said they asked me what mine is at the time i was 28 still i said mine is 26 through probably 32 or 33 and they're like oh no 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 you need to increase your age range you need to go up to like 40 i'm like Ew, I'm just a child. You think that I'm going to talk to a 40, a 40 year old man? Also, you're 34 and you won't even swipe on someone that's 33 years old. Oh my God. Yeah, that's crazy. When you, but that's what I think that's the issue with dating apps is I feel like, I don't know, but I feel like most men probably do just that because there's that assumption that the second you're, as a woman, like a little bit over 30, it's like, oh, her, she just wants to dive right in. I'm like, wouldn't anyone, aside if you want to have babies or get married, it's like, you still want to get to know the person. Mm -hmm. And like you said, in one of our first episodes, you're like, at this stage of the game, like I am looking to be my most picky because of maybe X amount of timeline. I wouldn't be the opposite way where it's like, oh, no, please, now I'm going to settle for anyone at this age. It's like, no, I've made it this far in life. I may as well be picky. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, and it's sad because I'm like not surprised to hear that also. Yeah. But I also feel like you could increase like your, your, I think, I think it's up now. Let me see. I think I've increased it a little bit. Um, I mean, I don't like want to be judgy, but I'm like, why are you 38 and single? You know, <laughs> like if I'm 38 and single, no one talks to me. Like there's a reason I'm still okay. I increased it to the dating apps are working against you. 35 okay 35. 35. yeah yeah and it's it's still as low as 26. I just now feel like the 30s now that I'm in my 30s I'm like oh you're in your 30s you're just young you're just 
you're just so cool. You're still with it. These are the things I tell myself. You're young, you're cool, you're hip, you are not getting older. <laughs> no, no, I know. But also you're the okay. cooler version of in your twenties. Just wait. Women women in their thirties uh, compared to men in their thirties, that's different. Yeah. It's a different also, okay. Speaking of yesterday, but I was But men swiping. in their thirties better than men in their twenties. Yeah, but also dead men better than any men at all, because they're horrible. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm not. I was on someone's profile yesterday as I'm swiping. They're 32, and it was like looking for something casual. I'm like okay, you are geriatric, basically. You're 32 years old and you're looking for something casual. I mean, I get it. Some people have just come out of a long-term relationship, you know, and they want, but there are, like, guys are keeping their options open because they can just fuck around and find out with the dating apps. They don't have to put an effort at a bar to pick up a young girl because now they can just catfish them on a dating app. I'm kidding. Okay, I hope everyone knows that I'm like a big jokester. I hope that by episode whatever we're on that I'm a big jokester. So half the shit that comes out of my mouth, I genuinely don't actually mean. (laughs) I just say for the shock value, like me saying that men are catfishing us on the apps. But they are. You can usually tell if they're bald. You can usually tell what their what their um height is. You know th- those kinds of things they can't really hide from us. <laughs> I what, what were we talking about? Where it's like just assume it's two inches shorter. Yeah, like oh. with guys in general. Yeah, some like guy liked like me speak, yesterday. Like I was five nine. I was like, I'm taller than you. So you so you're really five seven is what you're saying to me. <laughs> a, th- a thousand, a thousand percent. And I think I got good at this because I went to school. I went to BU and they had a huge hockey program. I was actually just talking to two of my friends about this um, yesterday. And so I knew what their heights were listed as. Like they got because I like was very into it. So I like knew all of their all of their shit. I knew what their heights were listed as, and I knew when I saw them in person what they were in real life. And yeah. I'm telling you, there was probably one of them that was a true five nine. The rest were shorter. And so if they're doing that on their little D1 hockey rosters, you better believe you, men, you better believe these men on hinge are lying. <laughs> you lying. On a throne of lies. I saw a TikTok <laughs> one. They're just wearing me. wedges into the restaurant. <laughs> imagine they're putting little lists no I think some guys probably yeah do. yeah some guys do yeah. um I saw a TikTok once that said that you can tell how tall a guy actually is by their neck length it's like a six foot guy is never gonna have like a short neck they're gonna be like longer just like proportionately um <laughs> so every guy I see from now on staring st- at their neck staring at their neck I'm sure there are some exceptions to the rule but neck length is like <laughs> even comes home I'm gonna be like I need to measure your neck <laughs> Come here, come here. Things like Gabby and I come up with on the pod. Yeah. Oh, like I said, what kind of zone are we getting into? Uh, Wait, this reminds me. So I I've been on like a million. Like I was definitely on the dating apps on and off for a while. Like back in my early mid twenties, whatever. Um, and I I had honestly a lot of really good fun dates more than anything. Honestly. I don't know why I was about to knock on wood. Like there's more coming in my future. <laughs> there's not. Um, but this one guy I met up with, that was like one of those situations. Speaking of guys lying about their height, he had easily written like, maybe he wrote like five, 10 or something. Yeah. He was a solid like five, six. <gasps> That's like, a big yeah. difference. I'm five, five. So I can tell if we are eye to eye. Yeah. Um, so we go to 
um, that bar Devlin's in oh, yeah, Brighton. Brighton, whatever, to get drinks. And he's just obnoxious from the start. So first of all, he's lied about his height. I'm like, okay, fine. This isn't going anywhere, but it's fine. Um, and he tells me like right away, I could just tell he did sales for a living oh. and so, tells me that. He literally like punches me on the arm. I'm like, do you think I'm one of your bros? Like, I just can't the entire time. He's like sales pitching himself to me. And like, you know, when you're sitting at a bar versus like at a table and you just like look at the bartender and you're like, Help so, me. are you going to save me from this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like someone saved me, but he was just like the most obnoxious person I've ever met. And at the end, he was like, and also the guys are just like so clueless. Like if you're not taking a second to ask someone a question, take a pause, read Thank you. body language. Like I'm a big body language gal. So I think I have a very good read on people's body Thank, language. Yeah. It's amazing how like aloof this guy was and just some men can be. And he was just like so obnoxious. So at the end, yeah, he like kind of went in for a kiss and I was like, oh, nope. We are going. I think no. I just patted him. I think I was just like, I almost like patted him down. I was like, goodbye, push off. <laughs> Ran on my merry way. Um, but that was like really the only situation I've had where I was just like so kind of taken aback, catfish from the beginning. And then I was mm-hmm. also like, oh, your personality is not going to make up for it. You are a doozy. I want nothing to do with you. Yeah. Actually, I thought this was brilliant when I was in Austin. We went to this one bar and we walk into the um the women's room at least Mm -hmm. there was a photo on the wall and it said if you're on a bad date order I think it was called like the butterfly cocktail or something like that and we'll they said something it was something along the lines of like we'll keep it coy but we'll get you out of the situation that's so brilliant yeah that's so brilliant I'm like more bars should do that also I feel like that would just be fun I'm gonna do that to Ethan sometimes that would be (laughs) Go back. They're like, why are, you, why are you trying to split me up from my wife? <laughs> Just to see the reaction I get from him. Probably it probably would be great. <laughs> oh, God. Probably wouldn't go over well. Uh, even when he listens to this, he's like, that's stupid. You're not when he, doing that. Would he lay down his life for you so that you didn't get taken away from him? I guess we would hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. He gets in a squabble so. over you. <laughs> a squabble. Oh, I haven't heard that word in a minute. Um, that's one. That's top of mind. That's I'll good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. One of I've told you the story. One of the like worst that I had was I, okay. So for context, I was doing this thing where I was trying not to look at guys' profiles when I matched with them. Like I did a quick glance, but I wasn't letting myself stare at their profile and find reasons to um, get icked out by them. Listen, I'm many things self-aware. I, I know, <laughs> I know some of my flaws. So I was like, okay, I'm barely really looking at people's profiles. Um, and I was also trying to put myself more into the mindset of, you know what, we can exchange just a couple of messages and then grab a drink because I unfortunately have the reputation for developing pen pals, not once but twice. Um, so trying to, avoid no one that. needs more pen pals in life. <laughs> no one needs more. Somehow it, I, I don't know why it is my cross to bear, whatever that and men that are younger than me. Anyways. Uh, so this guy asks me, Oh, do you want to hang out? Do you want to grab a drink or something like that? I'm like, Yes, we're this while on the app. So he gives me his number. We start texting, texting very sparingly. And he asked if I wanted to grab a coffee. And I was like, oh, 
maybe this is maturity that he wants to grab a coffee and not a drink. I, I think, would he think was, the same thing. Yeah, I think he was a little bit older. And but also, I'd be like, you cheap motherfucker. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, okay, I guess whatever. Well, but that was easy because then I, I, you know me, I have a lot of social plans. So not having to give up a nighttime for a bad date is great. I was like, sure. It's true. So, so I meet him at Tate after a spin class, actually. I, like, wrap up AMP. I'm full of endorphins. I'm like, okay, great. Going on this date, whatever. Tate in Newton, which is where I live. Um, and now everyone knows where they can come find me. So yeah. I walk in. I'm like, hi, how are you? Like, I, gi- I give him a hug. Oh, um, as, I, as I would anybody. And we're standing. And mind you, everybody, let me reiterate. We did not really talk throughout the week. We exchanged like a couple of messages here or there. It's not as if we were good pals already going into the, you know, already feeling chemistry and the woohoo, spark slide. That was not happening. <laughs> so we, as we like start talking, like immediately he kind of starts putting his hand on my hip while talking to me. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not going to fly. I'm not very much of a physical touch person. It, it takes me a while to get there. Um, I'm not going to let you touch me in public when I don't even know your last mm-hmm. name. Excuse me. At a coffee shop too. It's not even like. At a coffee shop. Like, so Broad daylight. <laughs> so I'm trying to like, I'm assuming that he's doing it as like in a flirting method. You know, some people are physical touch people and they, they yeah. kind of flirt by like doing light taps or whatever. Ugh, God, I'm cringing about it. So I'm trying to kind of set, create a little bit more space between us as we're talking so that he can't do this. And then we're getting pretty close to the register and I have um, a necklace that has a crescent moon on it. And he reaches down and grabs my necklace and says, oh, I like this necklace. And I was like, thank you. I got it um, while I was in Brazil with my family. And he says, oh, you're Brazilian. That explains the body. And I was like, this gotta is go. Over. This is over. But then it couldn't be over because we hadn't even ordered yet. So we sit down at the coffee bar at like one of the high tops. And I sit, to your point about body language earlier, I sit fully facing the bar. I'm not, I'm not facing him. He sits down on this stool, faces me, legs wide open, encompassing me. This is like six foot six. And then as if it couldn't get any worse, I was wearing ripped jeans. He had his hand in my jean hole, my ripped jean hole the entire time. And I was wearing uh. a back sweater and he kept putting his hand on my like fucking fat roll. The only time that he did not touch me was when he would grab his massive fucking cappuccino with two hands and so big he needed to use <laughs> But don't you look back at that and you're like, why the fuck did I care more about like saving the peace versus running away the second you're in line? But I do that too. Same, same. It's like a fixer. People, I think so many women are like this. You get situations like this and all of the red flags are going off. Oh, oh, they were like, run, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, why the fuck did I make myself sit through that just to appease this person? Yeah. I mean, I should have been like, hey, I'd I'd like it if you didn't do that. Yeah. But, I just, I don't, like, what do you do in that situation? Yeah, no, same. No, I'm, and I'm saying, like, I've been so many, I think it's, I think there's more conversation about this now, just in general. Like, you know, obviously, it's supposed to be the whole Me Too movement and everything. It's like, yeah, women don't have to sit through uncomfortable shit like that. And, like, if you feel uncomfortable, trust your gut. But I also think, like, you know, that was obviously 
a while ago and like what I was dating and stuff, there are plenty of times I was in situations like that. And you're just like, I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be called a bitch. Like, I don't want to be ungrateful or like you're paying, whatever. Like, I think there's so many situations like that. And it's like, if you have the ick, trust it. If you feel like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I went, I went on this date. (laughs) I went on three. So usually I used to have like a, not the three day rule, Uh, Uh, (laughs) but like a three day rule to decide if I like you or not. Sometimes, you know, right away, but you know how, like we talked about this with Deb. And she was like, yeah, Yeah, I'm like, I feel like, you know, after three dates, whether it's going somewhere or you're like, nah, I'm dead. So that was kind of the situation, but I should have known from the first date because the guy showed up drunk and then he kind of played it off. So I was like, oh, he's like funny. Um, mm-hmm. And we're like having a good time at the end, even though I was like, okay, I kind of probably would have walked away if I had listened to my own Advice. gut like that, yeah. those first five minutes. Yeah. But it was fine. Second date, we didn't really have to talk that much because we went like into our race car driving, which was oh, wow. super fun, unique, fun date. I was like, oh, this guy's making an effort. We're doing this fun thing. I'm having no communication with him because we're in separate cars. Like it was a, it was a blast. So I couldn't really tell like what the vibe, like second date. I was like, oh, this was like a fun experience. We didn't do that much talking. Third date, I was like, yeah, no, this isn't going anywhere. So we were hanging out. We were at my house on the third date. And then when he left, he left a note on my car. And I was like thinking after this third date, I was like, First of all, he left shit at my house. I was like, that was tactful. Yeah. But Uh, I'm thinking this is going nowhere. You're obnoxious. You're annoying. I'm just not into it. mm -hmm. He leaves me literally a love note, daddy, (gasps) on my car, confessing his his three dates, confessing his love for me and how he's like so excited for our future. No. I was dying because the second he left, I was talking to my roommate, Sarah, and I was like, you got to go. Like, this is not good. And then I go to my car to like go to work or whatever I was doing that day or running errands. And I see the note. I immediately come back in. I'm like, Sarah, you have to read like, this. Freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking out. Freaking out. So you know how hard it is to send a text to someone? I was like, I'll give it a couple hours or like a day. I forget how long I gave it. But I was like, I got to cut this like cold yeah, turkey yeah. right now. Um, But I think I like didn't address the note like I think I pretended like oh maybe he'll think that it blew away or something like that but I was just like the wind this... took care of it yeah the, the wind took care of it but I'm like it's amazing how two people can exit a date sometimes so one person can be like I'm in love with you and the second person is like well I'm shit. legit repulsed by you yeah that's true so you know oh. the the audacity of men also um in what fucking world is that normal to be in love with someone after well to be in love with three people it's obsessed to be in love with one person after three days um but at least it's like I feel like if that's the case you know if the two people are yeah 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 well that's alignment. why that's why I like yeah, yeah like winked a little bit I'm like yeah, <laughs> maybe Ethan. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but it wasn't like an unrequited yeah, no, requited no, no. what's that word uh, um not reciprocated it wasn't like a love con- letter yeah what also wasn't like a confession of like oh my god it was like biblical the way he was writing it was like oh this is definitely not gonna fly <laughs> for context Jen and Ethan told each other they loved each other on like date number three right <laughs> we said that we were dating and I love you um within the I don't know what date number it was but it was no it wasn't it wasn't on the third day but it was it was like after a month of dating we oh, were like okay. we're dating and I think I love you <laughs> yeah. Cute. Yeah. See, that doesn't sound weird because you both felt it 
I mean, yeah. I judged you a little when you told me, but that's only totally fair. Yeah. Judge me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, you're, yeah. you're married. Yeah. So it worked out. Obviously it was like, you know, mutual. Yeah. Ethan's the type of person though. Like when he knows he wants something or like mm. something, he's like, yep. Like after our first date, he like deleted the apps. He was like, yep, I'm good. Remind me what his sign is. Capricorn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, love a little my moon is in Capricorn um yeah well I was gonna say I'm a Gemini air sign so um decisiveness is not in our Rolodex (laughs) it is not in my nature so (laughs) uh I know that's not true though I think well I think it depends on the circumstance I feel like as well or the yeah, yeah yeah totally I think there have been times like there was this one situation where I was seeing this guy and after I just we had had plans to maybe see each other again, but he wasn't really communicating with me. And I just like deep in my gut was like, I really don't want to, like, I don't think that I want to see him again, but I feel like I should like on paper, he mm-hmm. had so many of the things that I was looking for and we got along great and we had good banter. Um, I just, there was like something that was kind of icking me about his personality. And I just couldn't figure out yeah. what it was, but I was like, I don't, this could just be me. Um, being in avoidant I've been reading a book on this avoidant attachment mm-hmm. anxious attachment insecure I was like this could just be me kind of pulling back because I can feel that he really likes wait me. what is this book Sorry. um it's called attached my and- sister has been like banging me over the head with a hammer basically to re- read this book so oh, that's really? really funny that you say that yeah so my friend Nika um just read it and she was like this book changed my life so um I started reading it but I, so I was like, okay, I, you know, I, I realized that like, maybe that's what's going on here. And, but I knew that I didn't want to see him. I think deep down inside I knew, but instead of honoring that I wanted to do that because I didn't feel like I could do that because as a single person, I need to keep giving people chances. I asked all of my friends, their opinions. And really what I was looking for was the validation of my decision that I knew that I wanted to make. And like, I should, you shouldn't be in that situation like you should feel like you want can make your decision and make it without needing the validation of other people because deep down inside my decision is the only one that matters so to the point earlier right. about being decisive I think there are times a lot of times when I know decisively what it is that I want to do but the indecisiveness comes in with like the overthinking of the should I shan't I you know that whole kind of thing mm-hmm. and that's where what's I- like on paper right for yes. me but that doesn't actually right? Like you said, if you have to ask your friends, like, is this someone I should keep seeing? Like you're waiting for them to convince you. And some of them like, said, yeah, I think you should give them another yeah. try. It's, it sounds like there was nothing yeah. wrong. And I was like, yeah, right. there isn't anything wrong, but mm-hmm. I, for some reason, don't. The chemistry is huge. To, yeah. I like don't. And I, so I think that was, um, I think that was part of it was the chemistry into his, um, it wasn't fair to him the circumstance of it but I had hooked up with someone like right kind of like in between us seeing each other who there was Mm, a lot of chemistry chemistry, with and so I I was like you know if I didn't have anyone to compare you to I might actually think that like this was worth exploring (laughs) but because the person I hooked up with like I felt like such a strong connection with or just like chemistry with I was like "Mm." I know and you you need something like in the middle like sometimes there's too much chemistry but there's not enough enough compatibility and I think compatibility can really be overlooked initially because compatibility isn't something that hits you in the face chemistry does right like like chemistry lots like that type of initial attraction is so important but I think it can also override 
like how compatible you are with someone. So even like forgetting what's on paper, but just like the things that you like, you enjoy things, you enjoy the same types of things. So you could be totally different people, but I think how you are compatible, like that takes time to build and like yeah. understand the well, times. But to your point, yeah. that's easier to overlook when there is this yes. kind of, or a what ton of chemistry. feels yes. like chemistry. Yeah. Like there was this one guy where like, I knew, I knew in my, like, I just knew we weren't going to be long-term. Like there was no, at least potential for long-term, but we had just like chemistry and good banter and stuff. And so I just kept getting sucked back into it and then just got hurt because then it didn't end up working yeah. out and then like had got attached but I was like I didn't even think this was gonna go anywhere in the beginning now I'm just upset because you didn't pick me when I was gonna be the one to take you to the curbs I thought you liked me more than <laughs> I liked you and then now the tables have turned um so yeah that's definitely something too kind of overlooking um the compatibility long-term compatibility when there is a lot of chemistry Right. And that's why I feel like the, like, you know, having, it's hard because I know you were talking about that awful experience at Tate, but I also think you went into that the right way and that you're like, we had a little, a little bit of a conversation, mm-hmm. but not a ton because I think people screw up that way by trying to have too much conversation over the app. Like if you're talking for more than a week, like what are you just meet up? Like, especially if it's your, if you're on an app, you most likely are in within 30 miles, like yeah. max, I would think. So that I feel like is you don't want to know a ton about the person because I think it's easy to pick people apart coming into that date then. But then it's like giving it that like three days just to decide like, you know, people are nervous on a first date or, yeah. or maybe they're just trying to like be their perfect self. Like you almost want to see like a little bit of the perfection, but also a little bit of like, oh, Have here's what I might be working with and just, yeah. And see like, oh, is the chemistry there is potential compatibility there. I feel like that takes time to like at minimum three dates, but yeah, yeah, I think always trust your gut. Well, and to your point about anything. like texting for too long, something that happens is that like, if I don't yeah. have texting compatibility with them, then I'm like, Oh, is it even worth seeing them? Which same thing I should like, if I just moved on to seeing them sooner rather than later, then I could figure out if the texting wasn't really, wasn't really an issue but it's almost like when we're not making the move to hang out then I can only judge based off of the like communication compatibility right which is hard like I don't know not everyone has great banter over text and that might not even indicate good like long-term compatibility you know but when there's like the absence of asking for plans um but you know I don't know I so I don't really have a problem giving guys my numbers number on the app. Like I'll shamelessly be like, Oh, um, here, like, here's my number. Let's let's transition to texting. If it's been like a normal conversation. Um, but otherwise like guys rarely are asking for my number. I know like I, like there recently over the summer, I was like talking to a guy for a couple of weeks. I just like, it wasn't every single day, all day, but he just like wasn't asking. And then obviously eventually I just kind of let it die down. So I was like, okay, what's, what's the point right. here? But I'm like, I am the woman. Am I supposed to do yeah, all of the work Yeah, you're asking my number, ask me out. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. But they won't. And so I was like, this summer is crazy just though. as bad as I am. Yeah. 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 I feel like this summer, no one, no one wants to commit to anything like forget a relationship but like even just a commitment to weekend plans right like I feel like I'm yeah. we're, we're both like that for like, 
you know, not even having to do with relationships, but it's like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. It depends if it's nice outside, whatever. So what's that expression where winter is nesting season? Do I just make that up? I maybe, I don't know. I'll believe you. Though. Let's roll with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so supportive. So, I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> for those that didn't know, there's this term nesting season. Please, please <laughs> someone tell us that's listening. Is that a thing? Or did I straight up just make this up? <laughs> You sounded convincing saying it though. So thank you. Thank you. I should have just ran with it. Yeah. And I think nesting season, I think people coming into like the fall and the mm-hmm. winter, they want to have a person because um, it's cold out. Is that so what you were trying to say? Cuffing all- season? Cuffing What did I call it? Nesting. <laughs> Wait, I didn't, I've, I've been thinking that the whole time. I just didn't imagine that that was what you were going for. Those are That's so entirely like different. Kind things. of what I, yeah. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so nesting season it's where you have someone to cuddle with because it's cold out and you could make like hot cocoa and mm-hmm. yes that's why people are getting booed up in i the picture a, a bunch of little birds together. nesting together booed up yeah. <laughs> drinking hot cocoa <laughs> this is why i do not yeah I have lost all my single skills. <laughs> um, I feel like I have more energy for dating in the summer, though, which is uh, a shame yeah. considering another one has come and gone <laughs> in the exact same situation. And I feel like, yeah, once you get to, I mean, I, I, yeah, it definitely, the spring months, January to April, that's a dead zone. I literally want, cannot be bothered to do swipe and do anything it definitely helps once it's summer out but to your point no one's really looking at you in the summer so maybe I need to switch my strategy yeah out. yeah I'll help you I'll be your assistant for nesting yeah. season yeah <laughs> you know nesting is like when women are about to give birth and they're nesting and they're like they get a boost of energy and are preparing their space before the baby comes I'm not thinking about it that way nope yeah <laughs> nope Okay, we learned so Maybe much here today. Here. So on that note. <laughs> and on that note, um, we shared a couple. I think next time, not necessarily oh. next next time, but a, a future one, I need to share some of the shit that I see on the apps because I genuinely uh, yeah. think that if you're not experiencing it, if you're not seeing it with your own eyes, you really cannot understand just how bad it is. Like it is right. Like you shouldn't be giving advice unless you're in it in the thick of it yeah in the thick totally and if, even if you have been and now you're happily and successful in in a relationship I think you still probably forget how bad it is like I will I I'll I'll leave us with this that yesterday um I saw someone whose profile had them holding up a sign that said dump them out and then his other picture was him holding an umbrella upside down in the rain it had been like flipped up and I was like like First of all, you're gross. You're gross. (laughs) Second of all, that's your best picture is you standing outside in the rain with an umbrella flipped upside down. That's what I'm, that's what I'm left to deal with. And then people say, you're too picky. I'm sorry. That, that, that's me being picky. Be single for life if that's what's out there. That's me being picky. You'll have a much better life. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And on that note, hard no. Yeah. Hard no. (laughs) Hardcore out. Woo girls are hardcore out, folks. See you next time. Get out, get there, friends.